What a story, what an arc. Go back just as we gathered outside and the pomp and celebration and that arc way here to this moment. This is a day where it feels like not much else need be said. The story is familiar. And this is the arc that we walk through this week, this Holy Week, as we move our way through Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday to the resurrection that is coming, to the possibility of the impossible, that Christ rises, that new life, that this mysterious thing we celebrate in Easter is coming. But before that, we have today. I want to look back at the first quiet moments of the Passion reading, and even what, what happens before that we're all familiar with, I believe. But that the time when Jesus is with his disciples, when he is with his friends for this sacred meal, this Passover meal, not unlike the sacred meal we will celebrate together in a few moments. The text that we heard talks about the way the kingdom of the world works, the way power tends to work in our world. It's a strange condition, but we've seen it throughout time, and we are seeing it alive and acting out today, where there's like this need or desire to drive us apart, to, to separate us out. There's a theologian philosopher named Beatrice Bruteau. And when she is describing the sense of the kingdom of the world, she calls, she refers to domination, to this idea that there are some people on one level, and then there are those who want to separate out and find themselves above them so that they can exert power control over them. And then another layer will rise up to exert power over those that they stand above. And, and so on, sort of like picturing like this triangle where those who are at the base are bearing the weight of everybody on top. And those who are at the top feel like they are in control, have power over everyone down below. The, le the legal scholar Kimberly Crenshaw coined this term intersectionality a few decades ago. And it's something we hear about in the social justice realm. And it's a word that describes all the different things that we use to separate and divide and exert power over, to dominate each other. This is like the, the racisms, the sexisms, the xenophobia, the transphobia, all those, all those things that we use to other each other. Well, Jesus, when he is gathered with his friends, with his disciples in his last days, he humbles himself. He kneels down before them and he washes their feet. Jesus is the teacher. He is the one who is called Lord. And he settles into the place of a servant to serve those who have been learning from him and serving him those past few years. 
And there's the discomfort. What are you doing, Jesus? It, not just my feet. You've got to wash all of me. I don't understand what's going on. And what Jesus says is, you are my friends. He takes this power structure and he settles it all and flattens it. We are all together in this. We are all on the same level. We are friends. And now you know, and you are fully a part of this, this kingdom, of this new economy that Jesus came to reveal. You've heard it. We talk about the kingdom of God, that is language that Jesus used, God's kingdom. And a way that might make more sense, resonate more for us today, is to think about the economy of God. In God's economy, we are all friends. Nobody lording or wanting to exert power over another. And then after Jesus has washed his friend's feet, he takes the bread, and he gives thanks for it, he breaks it, and he shares it with his friends. And he tells them, when you do this, when you break the bread like this and share it, I will be there. He invites them to take the bread literally into their bodies. This idea that we are consuming Christ. That Christ becomes part of us, that we become part of Christ in this exchange. And then he repeats the same with the wine. Give thanks. When you drink the wine like this, when you share it together, I will be there. And when you eat something, when you drink something, it, it seems like it disappears, right? It comes into your body and disappears. It seems like it would be something that would diminish or make smaller Jesus. But it actually has quite the opposite effect. A consuming Christ by Jesus offering his body in this way, he's expanding. Because he's expanding by moving into each one of us. And then through us and those we encounter, that expansion continues to grow. Beatrice Routeau says, uh, this, is a, this is a revolution that Jesus is inviting us to be a part of. It's not just a superficial transformation. There is an invitation to deep change living in this way of love. She says, Jesus does not move the furniture from one side of the room to the other. He tears the house down. And he invites us to live and love in this new way. We are grateful for this invitation. And we are grateful for the ways in which being gathered together, praying together, being nourished at this table together gives us what we need so that we may go out into the world transformed. So that we may go in this revolution, this new way of living together.